0: And this podcast, is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're going to talk about what I think could be a surprising way that you might not have thought about to tell if you're making the right decision for yourself. And what's interesting is often we're looking for answers externally, outside of us, but sometimes it's a question that we can ask ourselves that intuitively we have the answer to. We're just not asking the right questions, which is why I want to dig into this topic today. And you know, where I came up with this idea is I was chatting with a girlfriend of mine, like one of my best friends, Kate. She actually lives in New York and she was visiting my husband Cena, and I here in Denver, Colorado, where we live. And whenever I'm around her, whenever I'm talking to her, I always have the most epic conversations. And we were chatting about something and I literally stopped her in the middle of her sentence. And I was like, Hold on, this is so good. I'm going to need to record a podcast episode about this because I think this is a question that would be really powerful for you. And, you know, on this podcast, I like to think of us like we're girlfriends. So I just wish that you were sitting with us. So I'm just going to loop you in on what we were talking about. But before we even dig into that, I do want to give context to this particular relationship because I also have a lot of you that DM me or text into our text list that you're looking for female friends, right? Whether that's in your 20s where you're in a major growth season of life and you're like, gosh, I don't have a lot of girlfriends around me that look like the direction of where I'm headed. Or you're in your 30s and you're in a really big discovery phase and you're like, gosh, like I feel like I'm transitioning into a different season of life and I don't have any girlfriends in this season. Or you're in your 40s and you want to call your shot on something and you're like, crap, like I don't have friends around me that are also calling their shot on it or whatever it looks like for you in your life. I want to give context to this. So my husband Cena and I moved to New York City in 2014 And we uh, had never lived together at the time. We had dated for five years and he was uh, applying to dental schools. When he got into New York, I was like, let's freaking go. I'll move with you. I was a huge Mary Kate and Ashley fan, you know, like the Olsen twins, you know, (laughs) growing up and they had like the New York minute movie. And I remember when I was a teenager, I was like, I'm going to live in New York for some chapter in life. So when Cena got into dental school at NYU, I was like, Boom here's my shot. So we packed up all of our stuff. We literally went with like I think we each had two checked bags and a carry-on, and we moved into this tiny New York City apartment. It was like 600 square feet. had one window facing an alleyway. I remember the outlets in the bathroom didn't work, so I had to blow dry my hair in the kitchen. And it was so wild to have that as our first place that we lived in. And it was also 3,000 miles away from all of our family and friends. Like We didn't know anyone that lived in New York. And he was going into NYU, and I was going to start working at Google at the time but we just we didn't have any friends yet and i just remember thinking like this is a big transition for us cuz we both had grown up in the greater seattle area so we had a lot of proximity friends you know, like friends from high school that you've kind of just grown up with or friends from college or, you know, coworkers, or, you know, uh, you know, when you get into a relationship, often you become friends with like the significant others of your friends, friends and yada, yada, yada. And so it was so comfortable being in Seattle. And this was a really big move for us. And I remember one of the biggest things that I was nervous about is I was leaving my community. Yet, At the same time, and I know some of you, maybe you specifically will connect to this, I knew I needed to leave this comfort bubble that I was in in order for me to grow as an individual, to grow and build the foundation of what would one day be our marriage, but also because I knew I needed to have really expansive friends. And while I'm so grateful for so many of my friends that I grew up with, there weren't a lot of friends that I had at the time that were a few steps ahead of me in their thinking, right? Like I was kind of like the ambitious, like weird one of my friend group where I was like, I want to do this. And people are like, that sounds right. And it's not that I didn't have support. I just didn't have friends that were like – big expanders for me from like an entrepreneurial perspective. And I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do in the entrepreneurial space, but I felt like that was where I wanted to go. You know what I mean? So anyway, Kate was the first friend that I met that was an expander for me in person. And how we met is I was training for the New York Marathon and there was a meetup that was like a fitness meetup in downtown New York City. And I was like, I need to go to this meetup because I need to make friends because Sina was making friends through dental school. And I had a couple of friends through work, but I didn't really like have my community of girlfriends. And I'm such a girl's girl. And I know like, I'm also I'm also an extrovert. So like I knew that I needed to build my own community outside of just friends of Cena's. So I just gave myself this pep talk and I went to this meetup and I ended up meeting Kate at this run. And I remember I was sitting down chatting with her about like life and stuff, and she was like, okay, what's next? And she was such an expander that we just stayed so close. And although I haven't lived in New York since 2018, we've been super, super close and traveled all across the country and even world together maintaining this relationship that I'm so grateful that I decided to go to that meetup, which something in my gut was just like, I need to go to this thing because meeting her was literally Like life changing for me. She was, I literally used to refer to her as my game changer friend because she was that first friend for me that really made me think, like, what's next? Like, what else am I capable of? Like, I've done this, but how much more impact could I make? Yada, yada, yada. Right. So, why I'm sharing that is because I think so often there's something that pops up and our gut, like our body wants to tell us to go do that thing. And then we come up with a reason why we can't. And sometimes it makes sense if you're in a season where you're really overwhelmed to say no to things, but sometimes you're in a season where you need to start saying yes to more things, even if you don't know the reason why yet keyword yet, because there was something in me that was like, I need to go to this meetup. And it resulted in someone who was literally, you know, in our wedding party and, Anyways, beside the point, that's just a little nudge in the right direction that that if there's something locally that you've been thinking about going to or a friend invited you to something or heck, you know, if you want to come to Empower Her Live, our event in September 22nd through the 24th here in Denver, our huge hundreds of women personal growth event and your gut's telling you to go, but you're like, oh, should I go? Should I not go? Or you're on the fence. Like, that's why you should go because you need to make these girlfriends. Like this is what makes life so rich and fulfilling is to have these types of relationships where you can have expansive conversations, right? So anyways, beside the point she came to Denver and she was visiting us and we were talking about decision making and we're in a very different season of life at the time that I'm recording this podcast well, if you listen to this when it's released, I am 23 weeks pregnant and Kate is single she's in her 30s and she's single and we're you know so we're in a different stage of life in terms of I'm married with a baby on the way that just bought a house and she's single living in New York like frolicking around and has this amazing, Career that she's excited about, but we're in very different seasons of life. But we're also both in major growth seasons in different ways where we're really trying to make decisions that feel aligned for us. And for me, what I've noticed that I was talking with Kate about is as soon as I got pregnant, I swear to you, and some of you that have been pregnant before, like your moms or whatever, you will understand this. Everything changed. Like as soon as I saw the pregnancy test, first I was literally in shock, and then I did what any Person probably does is I took three more pregnancy tests because I was like, there's no way in hell this is real. This is so wild. Not because I didn't want it to be real, but because I was literally in utter shock that it could be. And I was like, oh my gosh, a baby. Right. And um, and everything was different after that. I didn't know how it was gonna be different. But as I'm progressing in this pregnancy, and you know, now I can feel him like moving around in my belly. In fact, this morning, my husband, Cena and I were at a workout and we were doing squat jumps. And I started laughing so hard I almost cried because I could feel him like bumping up against me like he was having like a party during my workout. And I was like, this is so wild to be working out while having a human like dancing inside of my belly. Anyway, you know, as I've progressed in this pregnancy, I've started to recognize that I have this like fuel source in me that's new. And what I mean by that is like one of my fears that maybe you can connect with of getting pregnant in the first place was that I would maybe like lose my fire for my career or I would like I just like wouldn't know like who I am outside of wanting to be a mom but I am a huge believer that I want to be a business owner who's making massive impact in the world And I want to be a really present mom. And I want to be an awesome wife and have an incredible marriage. And I want to be a really great friend. And I want to be a great daughter. You know, all the roles that I play and all of the things that are important to me, I believe that I can do them all. And I think that you can too. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy or that it's always going to be in perfect harmony. That's not realistic. But I do like truly believe that that's possible. And – but I've I've noticed that because I have this fuel source – That's like getting me even more inspired to take action in my business that I've been willing to make some tough decisions lately, but it's because of this fuel source. And this fuel source is a baby coming, right? He's due November 3rd. And I've always been a huge believer that our life is a testimony of what's possible for other people but i've also always imagined telling our kids that they can do anything that they want to do in this world and i want them to be able to look back at me as living breathing proof right like i want our son to say like mom i know i can do anything i want because i watched you do it and for him he gets to watch his dad do it too cuz my husband's also an entrepreneur in the real estate space and so it's like oh my gosh this is so freaking cool that like instead of this being a fear of mine of how am i going to handle it i'm watching my own evolution and me becoming so confident that he's actually going to be a huge fuel source for me of course it's going to be completely different when i'm a parent and i'm not saying that i'm going to have it all figured out but i know i'm going to figure this out i know i'm going to figure out how to do both and part of this comes from being willing to make some tough decisions that a future version of me is going to be impacted by Right. And maybe you're not in the same season of life as me. And maybe your season of life is more like Kate's in, where she's really trying to make some strategic decisions for her career. She's got a really awesome job and she's got great career trajectory. And she's trying to figure out like, do I want to stay here for a while? What's my decision? Like, what do I want to do? What's next for me when I meet my person? What's that going to look like? What's the dating situation like? Oh my gosh, there's nothing more fun than like hearing about her dating chronicles because I haven't been in the dating space in so long since Cena and I have been together since we were 19. <laughs> Girl, if you're someone who's wanted to launch a podcast and maybe you've been saying next month I'll do it, next month I'll do it, and all of a sudden those months have turned into years or you just know that you need more skin in the game, a hype squad, someone to break it down for you, I've got some exciting news for you and if you are already a podcaster and you're like, I freaking love this platform and I want to take my podcast to the next level, I got something for you too. If you're not interested in podcasting whatsoever and you just like listening into shows, just hit forward 30 a couple of times and get right back into today's juicy episode. But if you are someone wanting to launch, I have an opportunity for you that if you're listening to this episode before Sunday, July 9th, we have our only intro course cohort that we're doing this year that takes you from idea or even like gut feeling of wanting to start a podcast to actually launching your show by Labor Day. This is our launch by Labor Day, hence the name podcast course. And this is for you to be plugged into a community where we talk about content creation and niche, the ins and outs of tech, recording equipment. It's a perfect combination of live calls with also the support of a self-paced community where you're around other women that are going through the same feels that you're going through of launching a podcast and getting their skin in the game and putting themselves out there. And it's just really beautiful to get to do it in a community. So if you are interested in launching your show, then text the word launch to 512- 548-2728. five four eight two seven two eight again text the word launch to five one two five four eight two seven two eight if you're texting that word before July 9th we can give you details about our next cohort otherwise our next cohort after this one doesn't start until January of 2024 but you'll be put on the waitlist proactively so that's if you want to launch a podcast if you already have a podcast and you're wanting to grow it and take it to the next level you're going to want to text the word podcaster to five one two five four eight two seven two eight and the Reason is because I am literally taking a bunch of content from previous programs that I've done and I'm morphing into epic free videos and PDFs and all sorts of cool resources because I love helping women that love this space as much as I do. Like I love helping people launch, but there's something about those of you that already know how much you love it and you see how much value podcasting adds to you and the community that you're building that I want to help you take it to the next level. I want to share some tips of how I've grown empower her to almost 9 million downloads, how we've monetized through the show in a really beautiful fun, fulfilling way. And I want to share that with you. And I also will just give you a little spoiler alert that I've got something coming in September for existing podcasters, which includes something in person in addition that you're going to be the first to know about if you're on the text list. So if you're an existing podcaster, again, text the word podcaster to 512 548 2728. If you're still listening to this and you are someone who wants to launch a show, text the word launch to 512 548 2728. All right, that's all the juice for podcasters. Now let's get back into the actual podcast episode. Yeah. All right, let's go. But anyway, she's in a different season of life. But what's very similar to both of us is how we're making decisions to keep us in an aligned state, but also to know intuitively if something's the right decision, but she articulated it very well through this question. Are you running away from something or are you running toward something? Are you running away from something or are you running toward something? And if you think about that, if you're running away from something and that's how you're making a decision, you might not be making the right decision for you. And if you're running away from something, maybe there's an opportunity for you to have a conversation right now. Like what conversation do you need to have if you notice that you're running away from something rather than toward something, right? Or what decision do you need to make so that you can then run towards something rather than away from something, right? Like even just thinking about, like business for me i i've noticed that i was running away for a while from this like fear of success And we've talked about this on the podcast before where a lot of people think that they're afraid of failure, which often really means like other people watching us fail, thinking that they're going to create a meaning about us as failures or that we're going to create a meaning about ourselves as failures when in reality failure is just part of the process, right? But that's a big fear for people. But for me, I've noticed that I used to run away because I had a fear of success. I had told myself the story that like, what if it's not as fun if this gets too big? Or what if I can't handle it? Or what if I don't have the resources to support myself? What if I don't have the team to support my business at a certain level? What if I don't get to be myself, right? And I actually had more of a fear of success. And I think there was a long time career-wise that it was very subconscious for me that I was running away from like this fear of success rather than running toward my vision. And that's a very different feeling. Like if you break this down for you specifically, like is there something that you're really excited about in the future that you're running toward? Or are you really scared of something that you're running from? Because the way in which you're running, although you're still running and you're on a path – the way in which you're showing up and the thoughts that you're thinking and the feelings that you're feeling and the choices that you're making are gonna be different if you're running from fear versus if you're running towards something that's lighting you up and you're working hard on a big vision. And, you know, I know that both can be strong motivators, but I think it's really powerful to ask yourself that, right? Am I running towards something? And if I am running towards something, how can I get crystal clear on that vision? How can I get really damn excited about who else is going to be looped in when this thing is successful, right? Like what type of opportunities is this going to give to me and my current or future family? Because when you're running towards something, it's from this like place of enthusiasm. If you're running from something, it can be from this place of desperation or fear. And sometimes we have to run from something. I understand that. You might be in a season of life where you're like, okay I have to run from this thing because it's a toxic environment, or I have to get out of this situation that's really harmful for me, or whatever it may be. And that's a different conversation. I'm saying when you think about your vision and your goals, are you running toward a life that you're excited about, or are you just afraid of something that you're running from and you're just trying to get out of that? Because when I think back to me running from this fear of success, it was me just trying to make decisions in the moment so that I could never let something be successful enough that that fear could come to fruition. I could never like lean into what I'm really, really excited about and that crystal clear vision because I wasn't running towards a vision. I was running from a fear and it wasn't even conscious. And you know how I caught myself doing this? Is I would unintentionally self-sabotage. For example, one of the most successful programs that I've ever done was my podcasting program helping women go from idea to launching their podcast in four weeks? And at the end of 2022, I actually had a conversation with a dear friend of mine who also is a mentor in my life. He's also speaking out, power her live again this year. Chris Harder, I love him. He's literally like family to Christina and I now. Um, but he was like, Keisha, like you're on to something in this podcasting space and helping women do this. Like you've had hundreds of women go through your courses and like create these amazing shows like you should double down on this and it's almost like i had this fear in the back of my head of doubling down on podcasting and helping women in this space that it would get so big that it would no longer be fun for me or if i'm really honest i was like i don't have the team to support that big vision what would it look like if i had to change the team that i had and i don't want to do that so, I was running from this fear of success rather than running toward a vision of how incredible it is to get to help hundreds of women in this podcasting space and all of the ideas that, as I'm catching myself running toward a big vision, I'm getting lit up and excited about. I mentioned on this podcast, you know, we're doing, depending upon when you're listening to the show, we're doing one more intro course cohort. This is my program that helps podcasters go from idea to actually launching their show. We're doing one that kicks off July 9th to have all of the women that are in the cohort launch their podcast by Labor Day. But in addition to that, in September at our live event, and then after that, for those that aren't attending the event, I'm announcing something that I'm doing for existing podcasters that want to grow and scale and be part of this epic community And it also involves something in person, which I'm really excited about. And it's interesting because I can feel the difference in my body when I'm running toward something versus running away from something, right? Away from a fear versus toward a vision. It's different. And when you can find that like separator, that distinction, and get yourself to a place where you're running toward a vision – good luck stopping you. right? Because it's not coming from this place of desperation or fear. It's not coming from limiting beliefs. It's not coming from believing that you're not worthy or you're not capable. It's coming from this place of you saying, you know what? This is the vision that I want and I'm running toward it because I believe that I deserve it. I don't have to have all the answers. I don't need to know all of the steps. I don't need to have a freaking playbook. I just need to know this is my vision. I'm running towards this. That's how I know it's a line decision. But if I'm running away from something, I'm not thinking critically because I'm in this stress state and I'm making rash decisions because I'm doing it for the comfort in the exact moment because I'm scared or because I'm doubting myself. It's a really different feeling in your body, right? Some of you, I hope you are like going to resonate with this. You're like, yes, Keisha. Oh my gosh, I'm doing this in my life, in my career, in certain relationships, In my money mindset, like fear is taking the freaking steering wheel of the vehicle of your life. And gosh, it's powerful to recognize you can have fear, but it doesn't have to run the show, right? Like Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Big Magic, she has this beautiful analogy that she talks about in her book, where she's like, let's not like kick fear out, right? Fears can be in the car, but fear is not going to control the freaking radio right? Fear can be in the backseat, but it's not the co-pilot. It's not driving your freaking car. So you're not going to make decisions that are aligned if you're constantly running from something. It's getting yourself to a place where you can say, this is what I want. And maybe my vision will change as I evolve, but this is where I'm headed and I'm really damn excited about it. And to get yourself even more pumped, you're thinking about, Who's going to be around you when you accomplish that thing? How is their life going to be impacted? Who's going to benefit as a byproduct of you getting focused on the vision of where you want to go, whether that's in how you want to be as a person, your health goals, your business goals, your career goals, your money goals, your mental health goals. Who's going to benefit as a byproduct? Because running from the fear is not going to feel as good as running towards something that you're pumped about. So, which one are you doing and how can you recalibrate? Because I'll tell you, the fear of success has been a real thing for me in my life that I really have to navigate and catch. And full transparency, I'm feeling this pull at the time that I'm recording this that like 2024 is going to be the biggest, juiciest year for my business. And I'm going to be the most present freaking mom that I can be. And I'm going to build an exceptional marriage, and I'm going to doubt myself along the way, but I'm going to keep showing up because I'm running toward a vision. I want to show other people what's possible. I want to show that you can have the best year in your business from an alignment perspective, and you can work the least amount of hours. I'm going to figure out a way to make that happen, and I'm running toward that vision. And I'm going to do it with a baby strapped onto me, potentially sucking on my nipple. (laughs) No guys listening to my podcast, right? Don't worry. But right? Right. How freaking cool is that? So what can you get excited about in your life? What vision can you start running toward? Because you know you you deserve it. You know that you've got one freaking shot here. You know you're going to make it count. Let's stop running from fear. And instead of trying to kick fear to the curb, I hate when people are like, I'm fearless. I hope you're not fearless because if a bear tries to chase you down, I hope that your adrenaline kicks in and you start getting away from that bear. Right, fear is not a bad thing. It just can't be driving the freaking vehicle of your life. You can't spend your life running from things because that's not how you're going to make an aligned decision. That's not how you're going to make the right decision for you. So maybe this is something after you like listen to this episode. Tag me on Instagram if you loved it because I love to hear if you're vibing with the podcast. But also maybe this is something where you turn off your podcast and you keep walking for two more minutes. Right, Or maybe you're in the shower, tossing your loofah in the air while you're listening in. If so, I love that. (laughs) One time a couple years ago, I had heard a lot of women that were listening into the podcast that told me that they were listening in the shower. So I said, toss your loofah in the air. And I started to get all these tags on Instagram of people tagging me in pictures of loofahs. And I was like, this is like a thing in our community now. So if you were at Empower Her Live last year, we literally – like through loofahs in the air at the end of the event because it's just like a fun thing that we do now. So anyways, long story short, if you're listening to the podcast and you're walking your dog or you're working out or you're having your commute or you're on your way home from work, maybe you just stop for a second, turn all the music off, pause everything, sit in your car for two minutes before you go inside and think like, am I running toward a vision? Or am I running from something? And if I am running from something what conversation do I need to have so that I can stop running? What decision, even if it's a micro decision, like we talked about on Monday's podcast episode, even if it's just a tiny little decision or a new habit you need to create, what decision do you need to make? And if you're honest with yourself about what that big vision is that you want to run toward, what in your current life can't go with you to that big vision? Because this might be the time That in order for us to get crystal clear on where you're headed, you have a real conversation with yourself of what needs to get dropped now. And it can feel scary and it can feel daunting, but you would have never been gifted this vision of where you want to head if you weren't perfectly capable of figuring out every single how along the way. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. This I know for sure. I love you. I'm rooting for you. I hope this episode was helpful for you. Sometimes I like just like getting on here and just chatting, you know, like without like structure. I just love like getting to connect with you because I really care about you. And I hope that you know that. I'll talk to you soon, girl.